This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Wonderful Sphere podcast, the podcast that encourages you to explore the nature around us, whether it's on the far reaches of the earth or in your backyard. Today, I have Axel Bostrom. He is a popular uh, landscape photographer. One of his uh, more popular accounts is on TikTok. How are you doing today, Axel? Doing quite well. Thank you for having me, Trey. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. (laughs) I love landscape photography myself, so it's always exciting when I get to talk to someone who enjoys that stuff as much as me. So first question, how long have you been into landscape photography and what uh, made you get started? So that's actually a little bit of a story. So I started getting serious about it in November of 2020. No, November of 2019. Um, That's when I bought my Sony a7R2. That's when I really started buying my first lenses and stuff like that. Prior to that, I was just like, you know, with my whatever smartphone I had at the time, taking photos of stuff that interests me. Um, But yeah, I didn't start getting really like really in depth with it until November of 2019. Uh, and the reason for that was actually because my daughter was diagnosed with autism. So about a month after we received that diagnosis in the wake of, uh, you know, hearing about all the, the therapies and, that she, and things that she's going to need so that she doesn't start falling behind, uh, I quit my job as a, a dispatch manager for a junk removal company. And I saw that as my opportunity. It's like, well, I want to get out of the corporate lifestyle anyway. And this can be my kind of my jumping point to uh, start doing something that I'm much more passionate about and actually thoroughly enjoy. That's really awesome. As photographers, I think that all of us kind of are drawn to the field and drawn to different parts of nature for different reasons. What draws your eye to a certain shot to before you start taking pictures? I really try So I really try to diversify it. So like I've got lenses that cover everything between 12 millimeters and 500 millimeters. So, uh, you know, I don't, I'm in my backpack is like 20 pounds as, as a result of it every time I go anywhere, but I really try not to be limited by anything. If I get up to a, a mountain peak or a lake or something like that, I want to be able to, to take the wide shots, the medium range shots and, take a picture of something far off in the distance. Um, when I'm really looking for something, something that really catches my eye, it always starts with good lighting. Typically I'm going to be either like side lit or backlit. Um, so there's got to have, there's going to have to be some really bright areas and some really dark shadows. So that I can really just like play with that in the edit and kind of meld things in between. But I'm also always looking for, kind of converging lines if you've got two mountains that kind of form a v at the base of a third mountain off in the distance like that's perfect just trying to get layers and trying to get something where i can create that three-dimensional effect that's really really cool i understand what you mean by light and shadow too because uh, for me when i see sunsets some of the ones that we get up here in montana it's just 
well, I've got to go get my camera now. Yeah. <laughs> um, or even just walking. I don't even plan on taking pictures and I see a flipping storm head up ahead with lots of light and I go, well, you should have brought your camera. Yeah, and, you know, there's definitely always going to be times when you're kind of caught out, uh, especially if you're just kind of going about your day. But, yeah, I it's it's... It sucks because like anytime that I'm out and like, oh, let's say I don't want to take my my giant lens. I don't I need to save some space in the backpack. It's like I always end up finding a scenario where I could have really used that lens. And then I'm just like, oh dang it. <laughs> oh geez. I, I that's very relatable for me. Do you feel being a photographer has made you more I I don't know the right word, attentive, grateful for the little things like there. Are there things that you will point out in, in a day and say, wow, that's beautiful. And people around you go, well, that's just a cloud thing. Uh, yeah, kind of yes and no. So I think I've always kind of been in that vein of like the smallest details can make the biggest impact. So one of the places that I really started uh, practicing with photography, I was working at a place called California Carnivores in Sebastopol, California which is a carnivorous plant nursery. So Venus flytraps, all sorts of plants that eat bugs. Uh, and so I, that's kind of where I started, like really getting into the fine details of like, for, you know, wanting to be able to see the hairs on a fly's back kind of a thing, you know, really trying to hone into those fine details. Um, but definitely, I mean, there's, there's so much, there's so many times when I've been on, uh, you know, a hike that's, probably largely boring. Maybe I'm just going through an area that's not very inspiring, but I'll see a, you know, a flower that's just got like surrounded by shadows and it's got some good lighting on it. And it's like, that's a cool little gem to find. Um, while the scene and everything is largely uninteresting, sometimes just like little flowers, uh, flies, butterflies, you know, just the tiny little things that are naturally there are really cool to find a way to showcase it. Absolutely. I, I love that too, because sometimes it's where you really don't expect it just out there, just a bunch of <laughs> something that just pulls your eye to it. Yeah, especially I think with like little creatures, because uh, so like I recently moved from kind of the suburbs of California out to kind of the middle of nowhere. I'm on five acres now. Uh, and one of my favorite things that when I first moved out here was, uh, I would find any sort of little creature. I would take a picture of it and then immediately like head back into the house and like start Googling what I just found. Oh, that's really cool. And a really good way to learn too. I, I love that idea. Yeah. I'm affiliated with this group called the Warrior Academy. Do you have a mastermind group or kind of a group that you can go to when things aren't are going really well or they're not going well uh, to take accountability, stuff like that? I don't. The closest thing I've got to that is probably a Facebook group that I set up called Nature Through Glass, which is just a place to share nature photography, um, not necessarily like a help or a motivational group. Um, so I, don't, I would have to say no. Okay, so the uh, Warrior Academy is, I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast, but the Warrior Academy is a group that's focused on freedom 
And um, so they teach you about a bunch of economic, or they teach people about a bunch of economic stuff um, like cryptocurrency, business creation. They're actually adding real estate and day trading into the mix. But they okay. also do um, daily workouts. And there's a group where you can just kind of talk and tell people if you're not doing well. And there's a really good community to reach out to. I recommend anyone who's re- uh, listening to this podcast, check the link down below. I, I'm an affiliate, but I really do believe in the, in the group. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you as well. So <laughs> it's actually funny that you uh, talked about nature through lust because one of my questions is about uh, that. So what inspired you to do that? And what's the idea for this group, the nature through glass group? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I guess it's, it's kind of interesting. It's like, I guess a little bit, a little bit vain because so what I did is I started that group shortly before moving out here to where I'm at now. And uh, it was my way to kind of integrate into the community here. So I found, I went into like all the other sorts of Facebook groups that are in this area, sent thousands of friend requests to random people in this community that I don't really know with an effort to try and funnel them then toward uh, the nature through glass group so that I could then find my local photographers. I could find my local nature enthusiasts, my local hikers, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, So it kind of started out with the intention of melding into the new community um, with using photography and nature as the, uh, the, the pull for it, I guess. That's awesome. I really liked the group. I wish I was on it more, but I, yeah, I, I see that you're very active on it and it's got some pretty good, uh, photographers on there too. It actually reminds me a little bit of the, uh, nature photography association or something like that. Nature photographers network. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of there's there's definitely been a few people who have really stood out in there. One, uh, a couple of the first people that joined that group um, followed me over from TikTok, like a guy by the name of Craig Price. He he does a lot of just kind of like wildlife and stuff like that. He's always posting in there as well. That's that's awesome. I really yeah, I, I love just looking at other people's art. There's just so much beautiful in this world and that's actually the part of the reason that i'm building this company to really um serve artists and kind of spread wonder in the world around us because we really do live in in a crazy beautiful wonderful place yeah Um, it's it's an insane place we live in so you uh, mentioned that you moved recently. Are there any places that you really miss photographing from before you moved? Um, probably not. I'm, I'm pretty spoiled now. So I was actually, you know, I missed the ocean. I was about 45 minutes away from the ocean on the California coast. Um, I do miss that. But aside from that, probably not because now I'm at, I'm on the Eastern side of the Sierra mountains. So like, Lake Tahoe is a 30 minute drive from me. I can easily get down to, uh, you know, Mammoth and I have, I have so desolation, uh, national forest is really close to me also. Um, so I'm, I'm spoiled for choice here. (laughs) That's awesome. That's, 
I, was that part of the reason that, or not part of the reason that you moved, but, but was that a a factor when you moved? Did you choose a place that would be kind of an easy access for places for you? It wasn't. So we actually ended up moving here because uh, my um, my wife's mother needs needs help with the house and just with day to day things going on. Uh, she's got a lot on her plate. She's a full-time nurse, so she's working way too many hours and can't. This is a big property, so she needs. She just needs help. Um, so we decided to come out here, and then obviously with it being so close to all the mountains and everything, I wasn't complaining. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's really sweet. I I hope that you guys are able to help her. I, I'm yeah. sure you guys are, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> We're doing our best. So I was watching your social media uh, or your TikTok feed a little while ago, and you mentioned that you had were kind of resistant to taking a picture of trees because you knew that the pictures of the peaks and stuff would have more views. Is there any other way that you think social media has shaped your your photography habits? I've tried very hard to make sure that it doesn't impact my photography habits. So I mean, we, we all know that photography uh, moved to a very much a vertical platform. So like that's social media has definitely impacted the way that every photographer shoots at some point, you know, everybody's been affected by that. Um, and there, I was, there's so many YouTube videos that you can, they can say like, Oh, social media is ruining photography. Um, and I don't think it's ruining it. I think it's just changed it a little bit in order to get, I guess, your art out there. But I try, you know, I try not to, uh, you know, I try not to shoot only vertical. I try not to shoot only horizontal. I really try to be like as diversified as possible. So social media, I've found myself getting caught in those cliches of only shooting vertical, of just trying to go to like, the spot type locations, as opposed to, uh, you know, taking the road less traveled and just making it along the way. So social media definitely has an impact and it's easy to fall for that trap. Right. Something that you always have to be vigilant about. Yeah. All right. Um, Thank you for all the awesome information today, Axel. I really appreciate having you on here. Before we finish up, is there anything that you want to uh, talk about or is there anything you want to promote that's going on? What's going on for you? Do you have any projects or do you want to talk about your social media uh, pages? Uh, so I don't, I don't have a whole lot that I need to try and promote. I've been doing it. Sorry, let me kind of rephrase that. Um, I don't have a whole lot of sort of a, a things that I've been doing. I mean, I obviously have my TikTok. I'm pretty active on there. I've taken a little bit of a break the last couple of days, but I try to upload there as often as possible. I've got Nature Through Glass on Facebook, uh, which is about 1,250 people on there. So that's a good group to engage with. Um, but I mean, other than that, I'm kind of just starting to uh, get my bearings here in the community. I just signed, uh, I just signed a contract to uh, take over some social media management for a company, for a company up in Reno, Nevada. So I'm excited to get started on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just my, really just my TikTok and my Facebook are the best things right now. It's a good awesome. community. 
I'll make sure and get those links and link them up in the uh, description for the podcast as well. Well, that's it for this uh, episode of the Wonder Seer podcast. Everyone, make sure you take some time outside and have a great rest of your week.